<laughs> Season one, let's do it. Hey, beautiful humans, you're listening to the Human Experience Podcast, hosted by me, Kiara Marie. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. I'm here to share my human experience, as well as have these raw and powerful conversations with leaders in the health and wellness space. The Human Experience Podcast began because I truly believe our souls are here to experience a wide range of emotions, make mistakes, own our past traumas that led us to make them, and face our deepest fears in order to grow. The Human Experience is a conversation about self-development, conscious awareness, normal human responses, and connecting mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. The Human Experience promises to deliver authenticity and diversity. The Human Experience community is a group of humans doing the work so they can live their lives to their fullest potential and are here to break intergenerational family patterns so that generations to come can too. At The Human Experience, we're diving deep. Thanks so much for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Do you want to be in optimal health by having better digestion, glowing skin, better sleep, and more energy? That's where I come in. I help women heal so they can own their bodies by having better digestion, cycles, and moods. My customized programs are for you if you have thyroid issues, gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, acne, or other chronic conditions, and if you're committed to making the food and lifestyle changes needed in order to reach your goals. If this sounds like you, shoot me an email to schedule your free discovery call at kiaramariewellness at gmail.com. Now back to the show. All right, guys. So today on the podcast, I'm so excited to have my very first special guest. No one other than my very best friend, <laughs> Sierra Fish and oops, I take that back. My mom was the first guest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mama. I'm the first special guest. I forgot. <laughs> okay. But we're we're still so excited to have Sierra here. I'm I know a lot of my friends and family have met Sierra, but I'm excited for everyone else who follows me on social media to you know get to know her and see who I good vibes from. So we're just going to talk about a lot today and talk about how we met and just a lot about Sierra and the journey that she's been on. Um, I feel like I learn a lot from her and we learn a lot from each other. Um, yeah. And we'll chat about like, you know, anything that she's going through personally right now and what um, astrology in specific, because we love chatting about astrology is like one of our regular conversations I'm an Aries sun mm -hmm. and Sierra is a Virgo sun and we read somewhere like a few months ago that actually like some of the best friends um so yeah mm -hmm. very grateful for that so let's take a step back and chat about how you are how are you today on this beautiful Tuesday <sighs> that actually just turned kind of it was beautiful earlier, but now it's kind of like raining here. I don't know what it's like in Richmond. Oh, we're still sunny over here. Nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 
know, <laughs> it's nice out. I, you know, I'm hoping, um, hoping that it stays nice because, yeah, along with being a Virgo, sunshine <laughs> is like literally this is so true. Yeah. Everything to me, I, I swear to God, it's. It affects my mood so much. I mean, I love rain. Don't get me wrong. I love to put my feet up, you know, rain it out. But sunshine just makes me so happy. Yeah. Sierra definitely thrives being outside. You can always yes. capture walking, going on a run, just spending time outside, going hiking, all the things. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely like a Virgo thing. Um, yeah. Laying under a tree is like my my happy place like I don't have to be doing anything I don't even have to be reading like as long as I'm just under a tree like with grass beneath me sun above me it's my happiest place we love to see it (laughs) 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 um okay but so you're good everything's good well um I'll give a little background to you know the time timing and everything um so how am I I have this little outline in front of me as a cheat 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 here (laughs) (laughs) geez I I'm very different than it's a very loaded question how are you (laughs) yeah um I think my best answer right now could be still um I I love that I recently (laughs) as you know um just to give kind of like a background of yeah the hell my life is (laughs) I got laid off you know due to the COVID-19 fucking pandemic excuse I don't know if we're allowed to curse no totally just be yourself (laughs) okay I was like no I'm a curse (laughs) we'll beat that out but yeah I just got laid off um and as you know it was a job that was just extremely extremely stressful to me I was in um you know the outside sales position where there was mass amounts of pressure and a lot of um what's the word rejection on a daily daily you know 20 times a day basis uh working in sales was really really hard in in that cutthroat kind of staffing environment so you know, I did get laid off from that, but in a way, I, I know we've been talking about it. I think it's a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm adjusting, but I think I have truly found even in a, a couple days, what stillness is and how good it feels, <laughs> you know, yeah. to just not have a deadline, not have pressure, yeah, not have the anxiety of having to have something done, having to perform at every second. I don't think I've felt this weight off my shoulders in years so doing doing better becoming still and adjusting right now that is how Sierra is at the moment (laughs) I love that I love that I think that was so beautifully said for everyone who doesn't know Sierra so I guess my life was kind of you know I don't want to say in the gutter, but I was going through mm-hmm. some stuff. And then yeah. one day I just decided, or Sierra asked me to go meet her for lunch at her job. And yeah. that same day, I just asked her if they were hiring and Sierra got me this job and we were literally <laughs> within like five feet of each other every day. And that yeah. has just that was I mean, a dream. We were like concerned at the beginning. You remember, like, okay, we have to establish yeah. boundaries and just we had a serious talk. Yeah, make sure that you know our personal life doesn't get in the way of work life, uh, or, work life. or vice versa. Yeah, work life vice, doesn't yes. you know make us yes. 
freaking hate each other at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. And that never happened because no. I think oh my God, no. the communication that we had yeah. was so great. Yep. And it was yeah. such a blessing. Like we were able to step out for lunch and go work out yeah. and get our mentals yeah. right and just bond so mm-hmm. much harder than we ever have before. So yeah, it was a whole new experience, like on a friend level, like to work with someone, like to have you as a coworker and just understand like your day in and day out and all the shit you deal with at work. Like you get that, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's, it's a whole nother level. We were able to be there for each other and have that support whilst we were going through, you know, that pressure or whatever. I think more so you obviously, because you were on the sales side of things and you, you yeah. got a lot. So I love that you're and enjoying all the stillness <laughs> right now. Enjoy it before anything else and just oh, be. Thank you. Um, cool. So, thank well, you. Sierra and I have known each other. I want to say, was it 2013 or 2014? It was one of those. I think it was four. I think it was 14. 14. 14 yeah. Okay. 14. So um, Halloween night or weekend whatever it was I was having like a pregame at my house and my good friend from high school you know just brought a bunch of people over and Sierra was one of them and her and I got to talking and she actually lived like three houses away from me basically your neighbor (laughs) yeah (laughs) right right in your backyard oh my god oh my god (laughs) and that just kicked everything off we were able to hang out all the time um, and then I moved away to Northern Virginia after I graduated, but then, you know, as soon as I moved back, I hit up Sierra and mm-hmm. it was just like, no time has passed. We were able to, yeah. you know, hang out together again. All the- I feel like we got closer yeah. even after. Oh, that. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, now Sierra is like my sister, like just, yes. there's, there's <laughs> no, like, there's no turning back. <laughs> yeah. There's like, there, we're just open books with each other being able to have that with someone like just no fucking judgment like with anything like I could call you while I'm pooping (laughs) like I can talk to you about literally anything like to have that it is just yes yeah I remember I don't know if this is TMI. <laughs> oh Lord, that oh, wait, this is TMI. You just like I was like doing my makeup, and you... do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> is it about me shitting no. or something? I'm sure. No, it's about just seeing your vagina. Oh yeah, she just I mean, like hey. opened up, and I was like, oh my god, Steve. Yeah, I needed her to look at a little something. I was like, check this out, girl. <laughs> I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> so I mean, that's the bond that we have. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I'm just so, I'm so blessed to have that in my life. Yeah. And right. yeah. So I want to chat all about you. I want to know, I want the people, Ooh. tell the people <laughs> who Sierra is, who, what she's about, but leave a little, oh, man. leave a little mystery just like to keep them hanging. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> rah, rah. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave leave it up to curiosity here um well god that's hard because I think Sierra um is ever-changing I think I I change so much and I think that's because I have opened myself up to you know not only learning new things but accepting things about myself that I want to work on Mm -hmm. so I might notice something you know that is a generational pattern um so I've been working on that for a long time Mm -hmm. with a therapist Mm -hmm. um 
Sierra's in therapy. <laughs> Sierra yes. is so I have been very, very dedicated to mm, so proud working on myself. So proud Thank you. It, it took me a lot to do that. So if anyone, you know, is struggling and doesn't want to open up to a therapist, it is hands down the best thing I've ever done. And Kiara knows this. I have a shit ton of pride. You know, I'm always <laughs> the one to say, like, I don't need that. I'm good. I'm fine. Whatever. But I think I've broken that down a lot um, mm-hmm. and just really accepted, you know, different things about myself that um, I didn't realize before. So definitely ever changing. Um, Sierra is, I, I like to think I'm goofy. I think I've, I was class clown <laughs> in high school, but I, you know, I think you have to like practice that or at least like you have to, what's the word? Like, you know how you can't just be happy. Like you have to do things to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. I think even with your playfulness and your goofiness that I think I once had, I have to kind of remind myself to get into that zone. And I think over time with stress and a lot of relationship yeah. issues, I've lost that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to get back to that, but Sierra is so ever changing. Well, goofy. even seeing you with your family, I think that's where Oh, you yes. know what I mean? Like the yes. way you guys just rough housing and just <laughs> yeah, everything is just so funny there. I think that's yeah, like I have... in your element for sure. Yeah. So like what you're saying, I have three brothers, yeah. three sisters. <laughs> it is Kiara came to my house and was like, what? <laughs> like it's actual chaos. And that, you know, I grew up with that. Like I was, you know, part of the wolf pack with my brothers and I think that's is very telling about me too yeah. I I was a ballerina but also grew up as a tomboy yeah. so Sierra is definitely a mix and of I a lot love of that about you I love that because you can be both <laughs> like yeah yeah I was like the whole you know like tomboy-esque girly girl ballerina like it's so so random <laughs> but um I want to be humble on this you know podcast as Mm -hmm. well as it is the human experience and know that Sierra is very indecisive um you know Sierra works on that (laughs) and you know I'm trying to not seek external validation and just kind of like be able to be my own validation so I think that comes from being a Virgo as well which I'm sure we'll get into yes (laughs) we will I I I feel you on that one I mean that's a constant reminder for myself as well I think a lot of us can relate to that mm-hmm. and like oh is this good enough or what will so-and-so oh, think of God, this yes. or you know yes. even to, down to the the small the smallest things like oh my god yeah. and it it stems from I mean it could be so many factors but I feel like a lot of it mm-hmm. is you know childhood um yeah and just the society that we live in today like yeah. with Instagram and social media like it's just it's sad because we want to raise other women up or just people in general, but we always have something to say. And I think that's what I have become afraid of, but I'm working on it. And I know you are too. Um, Yeah. You're putting in work. Yeah. I'm putting in that work. It's so (laughs) worth it. It's so worth it. No, we are. And I think childhood plays, I never really thought or believed that before like therapy or even just really like opening up, but, your childhood plays such such a prevalent role in your adulthood Mm -hmm. and Sierra's childhood was definitely I feel so weird talking in third person but (laughs) my childhood (laughs) was super fucked up not a walk in the park and you know 
Yeah, I'm still blessed for me to have right. like single mother, Absolutely. all of that. Yeah. But I think I'm finally at 25 realizing, okay, holy shit, like I do have abandonment issues. These are not things I can ignore and, you know, just pretend like they're going to get better. Like you have to acknowledge those things that happened in your life and what they've done and how they followed you into adulthood, into your relationships, not only friendships, but, you know, romantic relationships Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we carry that into one relationship and just think it ended because of, you know, it was their fault or whatever, or, you know, it just didn't work out. And we don't really dig deep and think, well, let's break this down. And how can it be different in my next relationship? Or it's just, it just wasn't the right person. And, and sometimes, you know, that is the case. And, but I still think it's important to, to break it down and see what patterns were really taking place throughout the relationship patterns are huge I've noticed I've just started like noticing how many patterns I have especially in relationships yeah Um, yeah and you know when somebody does something you know disrespectful mean whatever hurtful to me Mm -hmm. kind of just being able to take that responsibility even though you know it was done to me say like what part do I have in this like how what did I do how did I react how did I show up and kind of just Taking that More responsibility so. is so hard yes. and having to look at yourself in yes. the mirror and ask yourself that, that question because that's when ego comes in play. And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's hard to decipher sometimes too, especially when you're in it. So that's why, yeah. you know, you, I admire you so much because you, oh. you do take a step back, especially when you're in the mix of things, you take a step back and you pause Pausing yeah. is so hard. And I think this is something that we've all learned, or maybe you and I are still working on it. I don't know. Definitely. But pausing instead of reacting and then responding. Like I've seen you do it and I just like, oh, oh my God, hats off. <laughs> like Thank it's so you. hard to do. Seriously. I mean so um all right, I'm making sure you can still hear me. I can you hear me? That said, I was like, I can hear you. Yeah. It said I was disconnected there for a moment. So oh. I think I'm back. Oh, dang. Okay. No, I think I'm good. Okay. I mean, I'm still, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm here. Good. <laughs> um, cool. Thank you for what you just said. I did hear that. I just wasn't able to respond. So thank you. You're absolutely welcome. Um, okay. So yeah. Abandonment issues and looking at patterns and looking at yourself. Um, mm-hmm. What else have you learned from this healing journey and what really like, made you start you know what Mm -hmm. kind of kicked off the process and you know what has kept you going um well I think I and I know I've talked to you about this a lot Mm -hmm. I've seen different I've seen different things within my mother that you know I don't agree with and that um Sometimes it was hard for me to swallow in ways that she handles situations, right. um, her patterns, the way she just acts in general. Mm-hmm. And I try to notice, you know, if any of my reactions and the way that I cope and the way that I think and how my perspective is in general, if that comes from her. And that was a part of it. That was a big part of it. Just noticing, I, you know, I love my mother to death if she ever listens to this I love you so much (laughs) love you love you love you um but you know there are some things that I want to do differently and I want to find out about myself um on the same token you know my dad was not around um for my childhood at all but 
I think I have a lot of similarities to him that I haven't been able to find out or discover. So I thought I needed somebody else, a third opinion, a therapist that has worked with generational patterns and families before to kind of help me. Um, and I, it's funny because I actually, I started therapy because of, uh, as yeah. you know, my on and off, um, on and off, on and off, on and off, <laughs> and again, on and off relationship um, with this fellow that I met. Yeah, he is, you know what? I will only speak good things about mm-hmm. him. Um, I think he is beautiful. I think he is so damn sexy. I I have liked him so much since I met him, 2016. But we have had a very rocky, rocky, rocky road. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I put a lot of my heart and soul into this relationship. And so much that it took away from mm-hmm. me and who mm-hmm. I am and you know, my just happiness in general, like being, a, you know, just a single woman or even just a person like in general. Um, so that's why I started this journey because I think this relationship has really um, just really hindered me in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. So I, that was definitely kind of my push to get somebody else's opinion and not, you know, my friends that I badgered 20 times a day <laughs> about this, but you know, as much as I love your opinions, I did want that of a you know, a professional that's, you know, studied psychological work and whatnot. And it's been extremely humbling. And I think that's important. That's so important. Yeah. And, you know, whatever kind of therapy works for anyone, for some people, yeah. maybe talk therapy. So I, I tried EMDR. Um, personally, yeah, I, I wasn't I able that. to keep up with it because of my move and then everything that yeah. happened after that. But, you know, that was really helpful. But I, I do benefit from talk therapy as well. I'm actually planning still on reaching out to Sierra's therapist to see if she can do virtual sessions, even though I wasn't a, a patient of hers um, prior to. So we'll see mm-hmm. about that. I think there's no shame. And we can talk about shame, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh God. You know, I hate <laughs> that word. Oh my God. I hate. I know. I know. But it's important to talk about because there, there's a lot of that exists out there, but yeah. So talk therapy, MDR, I do plan on having an EMDR therapist on here as well. Um, and then other forms of therapy, like I was just chatting with a friend and she was like, I don't need like the medications. I don't need to go see anyone. What I need is sleep, exercise, movement, eating well. Those are all forms of self-care. Hundred percent. Like even the sun. Oh, that's like literally the sun. (laughs) That's it. That's all she means. I love. Oh oh my god! Like thank God sunblock was invented (laughs) because I love it. But I I totally think, especially with my dance background, um, working out for me, doing yoga, even just dancing, like going and you know doing lyrical, tapping it out, like you know twerking this ass. Doing some hip hop, like whatever my mood is, like that is, that is therapy. To work in this ass, like it's all therapy too. Oh, like yes, it's playing, it's letting go. Yes, I need to do that more. I really need to do that more. It's playing. I love that and feeding your yeah. inner child. Yeah, and that is that's where it really comes into play because we're living such 
a fast paced life and yeah. are doing adult things, which is all a part of the process. But mm-hmm. deep down inside, there's this inner child that wants to be loved, wants to be comforted, wants to release mm-hmm. any sort of emotions that they may have not coped with yet um, from stemming from childhood. And yeah. we're saying like playing is so, so important, whatever that looks like. And when do we do that? Like, when do exactly. we get to We do don't that? get a recess anymore. We have, yeah, to right. We- Where the fuck is recess? <laughs> like, I know. God. We have to create that time for ourselves. And even if yeah. we have lunch, if, if we have a lunch break, like, we still use that time to like better ourselves. Or, but some mm-hmm. other people like use that. And I, myself included, remember that one time I was like, Sierra, I have to go get my car washed. Like, I, can't, I don't mm-hmm. have time to go um, work out or anything. Like, I mm-hmm. use that time because I don't have any other time or I wasn't mm-hmm. creating any other time to do that. And yeah. I was using my free time to get that done and check another errand off the list. Yeah. But, and you girl have a huge effing list of errands. Oh all the yeah. Time. Always. So I'm glad. I feel like you've really, really relaxed a little and let yourself have smaller lists of things yeah. to get done. Cause yeah. I think you would overload yourself with things to just be able to have those checks. And exactly. I think I do that too. Yeah. And sometimes we don't, you know, sometimes you don't need the checks. And that comes from my previous idea of thinking productivity equated to worth. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's almost like just America. Yeah. In general. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Even now, they're like, if you're not productive during this quarantine, then, you know, what the hell? And I'm like, no, like, you, know, you don't have to. Like, sure, be productive, but also don't be. Like, yeah. also... When do you get to sleep until 10? When do you get to relax? When do you get to take three hours to make lasagna? Like, never. (laughs) You know? Like, fucking relax. We're shit. I know. Nothing's happening right now. And I just, I want people to be able to, like, still, be still. Have the stillness. Or just relax. It's so, especially for you, Miss Virgo. Like, I know. <laughs> I like, know. There's just always a lot. And I feel like, I don't know, I called you like a couple of days ago and it, it was, I can't remember when it was, but you're like, I'm cleaning, I'm doing this, yeah. and I'm doing yeah. this. <laughs> I'm going fucking psycho. <laughs> I'm trying to find things to do. And then you just, you're forced to just sit and yep. just, I've been yeah. doing a lot of like just staring out of my window. Oh my God. But it's so nice. I love it. I love it so much. I'm like, why haven't I done this before? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Because we don't, we're not even taught to do that. I think we just see people like our parents or our teachers or everyone. They're just like, go, go, go. Task, task, task. Mm -hmm. Rah, rah, rah. And Mm -hmm. it's only like reminds me of like the opposite, I guess, movies in Italy or, oh, here we go. Eat, pray, love. Oh girl. Eat, pray, love. I was watching the movie the other day and this Italian man is getting like a haircut in a barber or something and he's he's laughing he's like silly americans like even on vacation they don't know how to relax mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god yeah. like, for real <laughs> we don't yeah and it's such a, it's almost like a foreign you know like a foreign practice like in italy and greece oh my god like that's just that's just who they are like that's just to their core they just they're relaxed and they're not worried and they're not obligated but it's so different here yeah a hundred percent and it, I think it takes practice too like when you yeah. get, like for my mom for example she's been working she's in the workforce I mean all her life and yeah. I I have been 
trying to remind her to slow down, you know, just, you know, this is why certain symptoms are developing for her. And she, she has a hard time because we're so accustomed to it. So I think that daily practice of, okay, even if it's like a short meditation, I'm promising. And that's that there comes that like self-love and self-worth. Like I'm going to keep this promise to myself, even if it's just five minutes, Yep. even if it's just five minutes and that's good enough. Yeah. I don't have to do like an hour long meditation. Like some people are doing. I I still haven't made it up to that, that far. It's just hard. Maybe like (laughs) it's hard and it's a challenge, but like that's a commitment to yourself. And I think that is what is what's most important yeah above all else and a little bit every day too you know like even if you start we used to do that at work we would meditate for five minutes just in the car like we just need five minutes of this just five five. and you'd be like surprised how much those five minutes just make the biggest difference oh my god yeah the day-to-day lives that we lead um Mm -hmm. for sure and your reactions too like you know when shit happens had i meditated that morning i might react differently Mm -hmm. it sets the tone for the day yeah and that's that's how I do it I like meditating in the mornings um I I think I used to meditate at night and I was like oh okay this is a good way to wind down like whatever works for you do both Um, yeah yeah or do both or in the middle of the day when you have something rise and think I just need five minutes okay I just need five minutes that's it but yeah it's it's a it's a daily practice and I think Mm -hmm. we so badly like envision ourselves you know being some sort of way Mm -hmm. and we're like okay can we just get there now and we just want it to happen overnight yeah there are going to be setbacks too yeah like you're on this path and everything's going well like okay I got this (laughs) I got the hang of it but then something happens and it's like shit I didn't want to react in that way, but I did. Yeah, but, but you being gentle yourself, with yourself. Yeah, I, give oh, yourself the yes. grace. I, you took the words out of my mouth. I was gonna say, <laughs> giving yourself grace. That is like one of my mantras right now. Give myself grace because I am still at the end of the day, I'm a freaking human. I'm yes. going to make mistakes. I'm not always yeah. gonna respond, yes. you know, in the right way. And most times, like I also want to give myself and even give you the benefit of the doubt. I don't think we react you know, too terribly most of the times in certain Mm -mm. situations. I think Mm -hmm. we are much more poised than we think, you know, but still staying humble. (laughs) Just it's all a mixture of humbleness, grace and and that is the human experience. That is the human experience. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It is the human experience because we so badly I think our egos need something to judge yeah. and need oh, something yep. to hate, to, make, to blame. Yes. To blame, mm-hmm. to make sense of it. Mm-hmm. And I do that. I think I it, do that. It's hard. I blame. I, something will happen to me and I will just automatically think, you know, that was on you, but I don't mm-mm, actually, I don't know. Cause I think it's I hard question, to decipher. It's I hard question to myself a lot too, though. You know, when certain situations happen, you think, oh, okay, this person did something. I'm mad at them. But then I don't know, as of late, I don't know if everybody does this, but I question myself. I'm like, well, what part did I play in this? And I think that right there is growth. Cause I didn't use. Oh it. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is growth and it's hard to do because you don't want to be the one in the wrong. You yeah. don't want to be like, Oh shoot. Like I actually like, played a role in that and I need to take a step back and really look at myself 
sometimes that's I think the best place to be though mm. like in the wrong that's like where you can just okay like I fucked up it's gonna get better from here like yeah. I'm gonna learn from this I mm-hmm. the only time I think that that's bad is when you do something and you don't learn from it or you keep doing the same mistakes you know and that is betraying yourself at the end of the day no one else yep you and there comes that self-love and self-worth so Chad talk to me about that like where have you found your true self-love or do you feel like it's there do you feel like you're still working on that Mm, definitely working on it um I think there's a lot of places to find Mm self-love and I know it's it's funny that you say self but I'm actually going to answer with for me for some reason hearing from friends and getting I've gotten oh my god within the last couple weeks Mm -hmm. I've gotten a card from my dear friend Hannah I got one of my friends sent me like a beautiful piece of art Noelle she's amazing I got a burger sent to me and I I don't know if this is different like a form of external validation from other people but just knowing that I've been able to give love to other people and then receiving that like just carefree love from somebody where they don't want any anything in return it just makes me feel so nice like wow okay I I must have done something right as Sierra mm-hmm. to have all of this love oh, and appreciation you know like given to me I mean even you like just always being there like I wow I've done something right I've touched all of these people for them to be in my life and for them to take the time to write me a card I told you you that the other day I was like you attract so many good people into your life and you don't even know it like your vibe and that's what you know Mm. that's what radiates is your your frequency we all are electromagnetic beings and we're either vibrating low or Sierra's vibe you guys um I was telling her the other day that she (laughs) doesn't even realize like how many people she impacts like just walking through life because of her her frequencies that she just radiates like she just attracts so many people in her life like I remember when I first got to know Sierra I was like wow like she has such a big like social network and it's just because of how she radiates I don't know if you know that now or realize that when you were saying that, you know, you have like touched these people's lives, the people that were reaching out to you recently. And just the other day, when you were going through a hard time and you were like, I'm going to give this person a a cupcake and some random person. Oh my God. The guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. Random man. I don't, he didn't really look like, you know, like homeless or anything like that he was just like playing guitar for yeah people's enjoyment but yeah I had bought two cupcakes and I gave him one and I don't know it was just it was a great feeling like he was so absolutely surprised that I gave him one of my cupcakes and Mm -hmm. it just made me feel so good yeah I think when we're going through hard times we have to as hard as it is to do like we have to realize like the world is so much bigger than us like there's so much more than us and yeah. I mean, that's not to invalidate any of the emotions that we're experiencing, but no, there's just a lot more out there. And I thought that was really cool. That was amazing. Yeah. And I'm sure you, it, like, I mean, that guy's response to you was Yeah, he, I will amazing. never forget it. He was like, you know, I appreciate this cupcake so much. And I was like, well, of course, like, I don't need to. I mean, of course I wanted to. <laughs> I, like, I, 
I don't need to like go ahead have one and then as soon as I was walking away he was like I appreciate you more than the cupcake and I appreciate your smile and just you doing this and it, like he yeah. was just so serious about it and I don't know it, it really made an impression on me I think I was talking to you about that the other day how you know I think you were going through a hard time too mm-hmm. um just how I was like just practice any type of gratitude you can today, anything, or like mm-hmm. get right. I told you to write somebody a letter. I think I was like, write somebody a letter, do something like when I'm having a hard time with myself and I like show love to another person or gratitude, mm-hmm. I, it like automatically just takes us like, I don't know. It's almost like a weight off my shoulders. There's just the sadness that's like, you know, overcoming me. It just like, yeah, it just, it dissipates every time. Yeah. When you focus on gratitude, I feel like that brings just more and more blessings to your life. Um, When you focus on the good, you attract more good kind of thing. Um, I actually just printed out one of the printables that I was telling you about for my room and that I'm framing. I think I shared this on Instagram. It was like my spirit daughter. And the post was gratitude is fucking magic. Yeah. And it really is. Like No, totally. I love gratitude journals and I mean not a gratitude journal specifically but like a journal entry and I don't do those every day I do a mix of like what's on my mind and how I need to release or you know just how I'm feeling currently and then the gratitude I just list out like a whole page just worth of things that I'm just grateful for and it's a small mind off of it like whatever yeah. is hindering you, whatever's stressing you, whatever's hurting you, mm-hmm. when you can think about the things you do have and the things that mm-hmm. you are grateful for and mm-hmm. the people, oh my God, like not even just like, you know, your shelter, but like the people in your life, like that for me, just sometimes it just like washes my worries away, you know? It just makes you take a step back and think, wow, um, what was I going to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah. Great. Thank- uh, thankfulness, gratitude, all of that. It, I think it could be like more beneficial sometimes than, than almost any medicine. And I don't. Absolutely. Kiara. Can you hear me? Uh, can, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm we had sure. a little, one of those little connection signals, but it went away. Um, yeah, it just makes you take a step back and realize like, wow, this isn't so bad. This is not the end of me. Yeah. Yeah. It really puts it in perspective. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So moving on to, you know, your self-worth, how Mm -hmm. do you define that? Oh man. <laughs> well, that's loaded. Um, mm-hmm. well, I, I think I've changed that a lot, um, within the past couple of years. Cause I think just being raised in this society and everything, my self-worth derived a lot from career and position in the world and, you know, getting out of college and immediately getting a job and all of that. I think I've always been extremely driven and I think that comes from kind of just years of ballet dance a lot of competitive nature um so it was always kind of like what's my status and that's when Mm -hmm. I I think within the past year even 
I've just broken that down and realized that that's truly has nothing to do with self-worth at all. Um, Mm -hmm. If I could give my best, I mean, for me, my most simplistic definition, how I feel, you know, with myself when the dust settles at the end of the day, like how I am with Sierra, like how, does that make sense? Just feeling like, yeah, like it it changed for me. And it took a while to change and to know like, no matter if I'm, I mean, right now I'm unemployed, but that doesn't, you know, affect my self-worth. Like that doesn't Mm -hmm. affect me. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think self-worth takes time, just like we've been talking about happiness takes time, playfulness Mm -hmm. takes time. Mm -hmm. Um, Being able to be happy with yourself during all the days, not just the good days, Mm -hmm. takes a lot of time. And I think a lot of work. Absolutely. Um, And I think you and I were just chatting about, you know, a lot of things last night on the phone, just how you don't know these things right off the bat and what you're taught in childhood may teach you one thing. And so we're, we're doing a lot of reparenting, unlearning Mm -hmm. certain behaviors. Oh, fuck. Yes. Yeah. This is just (laughs) unlearning most of the behaviors that I know. Really? Yeah. It's just a step-by-step process. It's one day at a time, one moment at a time, all small things that lead to growth over time. Mm -hmm. And it is. We have to be grateful for the the small things that we've we've changed in our lives because when we look back and reflect to like a year ago, like wow, I'm I'm so different than I was then, but mm-hmm. uh, still staying true to myself at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think it has I, a lot to do with what you did, like not just with your family in childhood, but like within school, within sports, there's so many things that can be instilled in you as a child that you take into, you know, your adult life, like, right. Even crazy, you know, parents that are like, you're going to live out my dreams and, you know, be the best ballerina or be the best, you know, wrestler or whatever. And then you get that whole, Mm -hmm. like, I can never fail stigma. And then like failure is bad. Whereas maybe on the surface, you can think that, but I think failing is one of the best things that can happen to people. Oh, yes. Failure is what leads to, you know, where you want to get. Yeah. Like some of the best people I know, we see it all the time. Some of the best people have failed time and time again. And it's so easy to just want to give up on the path that you're on. But I feel I truly, truly like all those things that lead to the next best thing. Yeah. Whatever that is for you. Mm -hmm. It's happening to me right now, girl. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that, you know, with the whole status thing, society, we just see that. So we can get accustomed to thinking like, in order to be successful, I have to go to college and go get a full-time job after that. And then just, you know, make my way up the ladder and then I'm successful. And I actually was just reading an excerpt from the book that I was reading was like, but what do those people have to do in order to be successful? Mm-hmm. Kiss up to people that they don't like, yeah. wear suits that they don't like. And this is not to shame anyone who has chosen that path. And that's okay. If that's for you, that's for you. Yeah. But it, it might not be for everyone. It doesn't have to be for everyone, I think is your point. It doesn't have yeah. to be. Yeah. You don't have to it go have to for- that black and white path. Not that it's a bad path, of course, but mm-hmm. I think less people... It's okay to step out of the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I if it was so more normalized, so, 
yeah, so many more people do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so chat yes, about what's going on in your love life, Sierra Fishman. Oh, Lord, Kiara Orbay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, my love life is, man. I know I'm taking a pause for dramatic effect, but really, it's, um, it's complex, I guess would be the word um, I'd use. I, like, you know, I've been on and off with a man for about the last four years and we have been through just about everything together. Um, but I recently decided that, you know, you can only try so many times until you got to kind of come to terms and realize that, you know, maybe, maybe this just isn't the way things are supposed to work out. So I'm kind of just loving myself right now, figuring out, you know, how to have love and how to feel love and not feel like I'm a single, you know, alone person in the world where others are couples. It's, I think it's going to be the best relationship I've had of my life is just kind of dating myself right now. Um, I know that a lot of people in this quarantine state are jumping on all of the dating apps, which again, no shame, totally, totally, totally fine. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to kind of try to just see how I can sit with myself and be present and not have to have somebody else, like just not have to always have, a person like mm-hmm. I can just be my own person you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. my I, love life yes I think <laughs> yes yes <laughs> I was just gonna say like being your own person and I think I think we're bringing to light especially right now like how mm-hmm. lonely someone can feel um yeah. during yeah. this quarantine because like I said earlier, we were doing, we've done the social media scrolling. We may have done the mm-hmm. Netflix binging or, or playing video games or whatever. Oh, yeah. is. <laughs> and, you know, puzzles. I just like the, the list goes on and on how many things you're able to do. But then, and I've experienced it too. Like even yesterday with my excitement, my, my excitement of like releasing the podcast, I was like, I wish I had someone to share it with. But I was like, no, but I'm giving myself that love and I I am enjoying my company I was just like it would be nice but at the same time like I'm enjoying this time alone and you can share that with somebody you know and you can share everything that you do with somebody at some time you know Mm -hmm. and it like think of all the golden like just memories uh you know projects whatever you're working on all of these things that you could do on your own and then like show somebody like down the road once yes. you have yes. yourself. oh I love like, that yeah, yeah that's I've it doesn't have to be right lot. now like I can share no. these stories later on yeah and that's okay I think I was telling and you're Sarah just that. improving mm-hmm. exactly I was telling Sierra last night that you know I don't the journey has to always be about love and mm-hmm. but, but like loving in a different way almost you know it doesn't have to be loving yeah. someone else and right now I'm just 
on that path. And I know you are too, is just loving on ourselves. And I think where it gets hard is like, oh, I wish someone could comfort me right now or like hold me right now. And it's hard to hold yourself. And I think love is meant to be shared, but maybe not right now. Maybe we just need that, like just to ourselves. And it's so sacred. Like we have to cherish this. Like these are the times, see, like these are like (laughs) the good times that we have to reflect and look back on and just truly enjoy every moment and not be so focused on someone else, something else, anything external Mm -hmm. and learn that it all comes from within. And I think we'll, like you said, look back on it and think, wow, like this is the time that I I grew so much and this is how I found the person that I'm going to end up with or whatever. And it it all comes from giving yourself that love and attracting that person into your life whenever that time comes. And I mean, as I was saying, like, I think there's a lot of light on, you know, those who are single right now in quarantine. Um, Yeah. We're going through, you know, heartbreak. We're going through heartbreak and it's hard and you want to see other people and go on dates and numb and think, you know, you just want something. And I think it's almost to, and myself included, like, I think almost to feed our egos and tell us that Mm -hmm. we're pretty or nice or like Mm -hmm. so-and-so wants me. And, but I think we're just filled the void. Yes. you know, not being, do you remember Kiara, what it was like before you ever had a boyfriend? I think I was like in middle school. And even then I don't, I don't even know what my thoughts were then. Like my day to day. I encourage you to think about that. I started thinking about that the other night and I was like, Oh my God. Like I was so just fucking content before I ever had a boyfriend because I never knew what the feeling was. Like, I never knew what it felt like to have, you know, another human just be your person. Mm -hmm. And what, like, how did I lose that peace? I just like, not even peace as in like PI, but like actual peace. Like, how did I lose my state of peace and well-being just being myself like mm-hmm. as a person and I, I guess it happened like yeah probably freshman year of high school or mm-hmm. something and it never was the same like I, it was never the same absolutely I think when we're that young too we just like it's a lot of external pressure I feel like I remember mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god I remember mm-hmm. my first boyfriend it's actually my brother's friend um I don't even know if I ever told you about him. It was so funny. He's such a nice guy. I think I was like in the eighth grade. He was like my first real boyfriend. I think I had someone else before him, but I don't know. There were kids on the school bus pressuring us to kiss. I can have our first kiss. And it's like, cause that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Like we weren't making our own choices and yeah, well, it's fun. It's like playful, childish, whatever. But I, there was just so much pressure and like, we were not ready. We were not running. We didn't want to. And I remember having that conversation with him afterwards. I was like, we were not ready to do that. (laughs) Well, now instead of other people, you know, children, Mm -hmm. whatever, putting pressure on us, we put the pressure on ourselves instead of just let ourselves sit for a fucking second after, you know, what you're getting out of a seven year relationship. Right. And yeah, like almost, yeah. Eight um, in November. Like, holy crap. Holy shit holy everything yeah, it's like all I've like, not it's I mean I'm four years about and and I wrote down something um let's hear it 
Mark Groves talked about it and he was quoting somebody Let's else. Let's tell people who Mark Groves is. So Mark Groves is the creator of Create the Love on Instagram. He has his own Mark Groves podcast and Sierra and I talk about him love every him. single day. Love this you man. Like, this is like oh my God. a regular movie of ours. Like, did you hear this episode? Yes. Oh yeah. And like, we love this part and that part. Like, mm, that hit home. Yeah. I always something. write down something. Let's hear it. He is, he's awesome. Well, he was actually quoting somebody else and I wish I had written down her name but he it was um if you are not free to survive without a relationship mm. you'll never be able to be yourself within a relationship mm. and then he quoted the same woman which I need to look this up um said I can't lose love anymore because if someone comes or goes I'll be okay because my well-being sits with me not another yeah. yes yeah and I was just like Hallelujah. Like, yes. Like, I love that. And I think we lose sight of that. We, we do. We do because we just, we just so badly want to be loved and we will do anything mm-hmm. to get that love, even if it means betraying mm-hmm. ourselves or abandoning ourselves. You know what I heard today on his podcast? It was like mm-hmm. abandonment leads to digestive issues and inflammation. Wow. abandoning yourself specifically he was talking about yeah. and I was like I think yo. so much of that can <laughs> yo <laughs> <laughs> so much of that can affect your physical well-being oh like God. even when yes. I was just so sad about you know ending this on and off on and off again relationship I got physically ill like mm-hmm. I was telling you like I am physically ill and mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes much more it of a toll than you think on your, oh not God. just your mental, it but your body. Yes. And we need people to know that. And yeah. I feel like so it's... many people, and this is like a whole different episode that I'll get into, but your well-being and the symptoms that you're experiencing probably are not normal. They might be common, but they're not mm-hmm. normal. And I encourage you to dig deep and ask yourself, like, what, where did this come from? Yeah, because the bodies are meant to function optimally and Mm. if they're not there's something within that needs to come out so yeah Yeah. I will get into a whole other that just for people I guess you know all of our amazing fans out there that are listening (laughs) (laughs) um that shit's not gonna happen overnight like once you start digging deep I just like want to give the reality of that like Mm -hmm. it's something you have to do over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and check yourself and Mm -hmm. notice why am I reacting this way Mm -hmm. you know and I think these things take a long long time like you know all of the things that I'm coming to terms with I've been digging deep about for probably almost a year absolutely absolutely and I think the relationships that you and I came out of and you said there was a lot of on and off and same here. I mean, yeah. Fadi and I, Fadi and I will do a whole separate episode and kind of dive deeper into like the context of a relationship and how it evolved. Um, but it was very that is so cool. on and off. And I, I think that push pull dynamic, I'm going to read you something from the rising woman. I don't think I ever Ooh. sent it to you or maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> I read it, it so much. Um, Okay, this is awesome. It says, we may find distant or avoidant partners alluring, 
because their avoidance is a challenge to our ego. And I feel like I also kind of came out of this recently too. 100%. Um, we might find it more exciting to be caught up in a push-pull dynamic with someone than to say yes to love that is readily available and healthy for us. The excitement oh, that yeah. comes from eroticizing rejection, it feeds that part of us that still feels like we have something to prove. Prove that oh, we're sure. lovable or worthy that we are so special that we can change someone's mind or behavior, but that excitement you feel so draining to your energy and soul sucking on so many levels. We abandon ourselves for someone who's undeserving of our energy. Our inner child is usually hurting deeply and feeling afraid to be alone. It's okay to walk away when your heart isn't being cherished, honored, or supported. We're all going to have days where we show up as the worst version of ourselves, but at the end of the day, we all deserve to be with someone we know is in our corner, someone who loves us on hard days and treats the relationship as sacred. Anytime we waste chasing someone to give us love, there's an unmet internal need for love and nurturance towards our inner child. You don't need someone else to reflect back your wounds without being willing to heal with you. You don't need someone to trigger all of your insecurities by treating you like an afterthought or avoiding intimacy. It might feel unnatural to let go of this type of connection because you're breaking a very old pattern. You might even find it boring to move towards love that doesn't trigger you. Don't worry. This doesn't make you crazy. It means you really want to heal. And to heal, you have to practice letting healthy love in. Healing occurs as you sever your addictions to shadow relationships and move towards people who hold you in your highest light. Healing comes from doing self-acceptance work and making the relationship with you and your inner child the number one relationship in your life. And healing occurs from understanding yourself and your true nature in relationship. I thought that was just wow. beautiful. <laughs> you know what's so crazy about that? What? Do you remember me telling you? You were like, what is it about, you know, my ex? They were like, what is it that like brings you in to him? Like, what is it? I, I just don't get it because we're like, kind of two different people. I effing remember telling you verbatim. I was like, I just feel so special to like, get to be the person that's with him because he doesn't let anybody else in mm. and I was like I just yeah I remember telling oh you that remember yeah I remember being like yeah like I'm just so special like other people other like you know beautiful girls you know yeah. have given him the time of day but he only like gives me the time of day but yeah. you know really I think I'm probably one of the only women that would have put up with it <laughs> but oh my god you know, same. Just, I can totally relate yeah absolutely like I just felt like wow I really felt like I've done a number on this person like I have made a huge impact on him he's made all these changes Mm -hmm. or whatever and I went in there thinking I could fix this person yeah and that's not my job that's not my responsibility. No, but I was so damn. Yeah. Did we make it like our full time? I mean, especially you, like full time position. Full, yes, full time exactly. And that's not okay, guys. Like we, and it's something we have to unlearn. Like I think, I think I was driving with my subconscious. I wasn't conscious during any of that, and I was young. You know, I didn't know any of this. Yeah. We have to like, be gentle with ourselves. We have, we didn't know anything that we we know now like yeah and that is so beautiful to reflect back on and we wouldn't know it either oh no if we didn't like just to throw that in there like we wouldn't even know all this stuff if we weren't going through heartbreak and we weren't going through this 
these awful times. Like, I feel like this is what makes us, I don't know, at the end of the day, who we're going to be, like, all the hardships we go through. Mm -hmm. All the heartbreak and sadness. Yeah, exactly. And I think we're, we're grateful to go through it at such a young age. Yeah, we were having to do this. Like my mom's doing the work right now and she's in her early fifties. And like, I mean, there's no shame in that at all, at all whatsoever. Oh my gosh. I'm really sorry. (laughs) I was like, what the the hell are you doing? (laughs) My brother's dog. He like, you guys, he has, this is total like tangent, but he has like the biggest (laughs) like slap to the door <laughs> she can <see> the <laughs> underneath he has such big claws wait go oh. away <laughs> wait get a- the f out of here <laughs> okay so i mean you kind of touched on the dating culture that we're in and how you just want to like sit with yourself but how i mean you've 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 done some dating and yeah. how do you feel about the culture and you know how like the apps and all that stuff like talk to me about that the apps are quite interesting. Um, I think that they're going to be as enjoyable as you make them. Uh, mm-hmm. You definitely, you know, have to be open. I went on a few hinge dates. Um, mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed most of them. I know mm-hmm. there was that one. <laughs> that was kind of oh, God. <laughs> God. I was like, get me the F. Oh my god, please like just share a little snippet of that. Like that was I think that's just worth sharing. Well this person's ever gonna listen to this episode. Who knows? Who knows? God forbid. Well, you know, if he does, I won't say any names and you know, hopefully he can know who he is. But (laughs) but, um that was on my I I went back and I thought about this and I was like, I can one hundred percent take responsibility for this because I knew going into it, like for this particular date. That I did not like this guy, but you know, I was like, oh, I have to do it. I have to give him a chance. And that's, I think something that you really have to notice with dating is like, are you just going on this date to go on a date? And if so, sure, that's fine. But like, just, you got to trust yourself. You got to trust your instincts. Like I knew I didn't like this guy, but we went on a date and oh man, he was intense. Um, <laughs> he had driven from out of town too to see me. But you know, I I, I remember telling you too, Kiara. I Wait. laid the law down and I told him, you know, this is not going yes. past tonight. <laughs> well, I told him, you know, I know you're driving from out of town. Um, I, you know, you're. I'm not gonna. You can't come to my house like after a first date. So like, I. It's just probably you're gonna have to get your own place, something like that. And he yeah. did, you know this guy got an Airbnb and everything but I think that with him and this might have been an ego thing as well he was expecting since he had driven such a long time you know a a very long night we'll just leave it at that he was expecting to you know be with me for a while and I mean rightfully so but you got to understand with dating you never know if the other person is going to make that click with you and make that match with you and you can't let your ego be you know sore afterwards because dating is a it's the reason we date is to see, you know, if we're compatible mm-hmm. with somebody. So you just kind of have to let that push and pull be natural. But this guy was not very happy with me <laughs> because I sent him home. 
after dinner. Um, yeah. And that is definitely you know. 100% like you an ego thing. I was listening to something yeah, the other day, he, like, yeah. just because you agree to go on a date with a guy, which is dinner, you do not have to agree to go to drinks afterwards. You no. do not have to go home with this guy. No. You do not have to sleep with this guy. Like, you have the Back right to walk away. Yeah. And I Him think... getting angry made it just worse. Like, I probably oh would have, you know, maybe gotten a drink with him after just to be nice, but his reaction ruined it. Like, I was like, oh, like... You're angry with yeah. me? Okay, then I definitely am not going to get a drink with you now. Oh, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely not. We had to make sure that Sierra got home safely and everything. Yeah. And thank goodness all was fine. But um, yeah. I think... And that's I... not to say all dates are bad. Like, I definitely no. want to put that out there. That I've had some great, great dates on Hinge. And mm-hmm. I would have loved to... I didn't necessarily like any of them. Um, like, romantically. But... I think friendships could have stem- stemmed from those dates. Um, mm-hmm. It can be really interesting. It could be really fun. You can try things out of your comfort zone, talk to people that you wouldn't normally talk to, um, and kind of just, like, widen your horizons on what your type is, if you will, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Jala. The episode and how, like, the Q&A part took place and how – this guy had a bunch of deal breakers. I don't know if you listened mm-hmm. to that part where he was like, hey, we can't listen to the Oh my music. God, the dog like, hair. Right. Or the dog yeah. hair. And like, I was like, oh my God, these sound like outrageous. Yeah. But like, there are people like that and that's okay. And I think it's good, like he said, to ask yourself, like, where were your needs not mm-hmm. met? Like in a previous relationship, where did you feel like you had to shrink? Yeah. And like totally just being 100% alignment with the other person, with that partner. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to not have the same interests. Yeah. It's okay that they like country music and that you don't. Yeah. And the the thing is where he was saying, like, um, they come up as walls rather than boundaries and, like, not letting people yeah. in. Um, and that that's an opportunity to go inward. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I do that. I'm like, oh, my God, if a guy takes a selfie, nope, not going out with him. <laughs> if a guy is, like... I do that all the time, you know, but yeah, I mean, here I am taking selfies. Like what what the fuck is the difference? I know. Like what is so wrong with it? We're like, we're being judgmental and it's, it's, it's a work in progress and that's okay. And I think that's something I have to remember, like as I enter the dating world, whenever that time comes, um, I think I have a hard time with like apps Mm -hmm. because I told you the other day, I was like, I just want it to happen organically. I just want someone to just like walk on the street and like, we just meet. And And they're going to be like, Like, Oh my God, Kiara, my princess. (laughs) That's not how it's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Like I'm open to it. I just like in my own time, Mm -hmm. maybe that'll happen. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I don't know, but it's definitely something that I, want to like experience oh my god that that's a damn dog no I think that's a good point and I'm glad you brought that back up because you do have to put yourself out there like I mean yeah you're not gonna be be able to be completely shut off and then step into somebody and be like oh my god like you love me great like you have to put yourself out there you have to get out of your comfort zone and I mean think about the ratio like if you go on zero dates you know, what's the ratio that you might find somebody you like if you go on a few days, exactly. like, you know, like you just, you have to, you still have to try for sure. Exactly. And I feel like the only people that I've had 
in my life like I've I've recycled yes yeah you know you know I, mean? I, recycle. I recycle yeah but that's so bad because that's just comfort that's just it's comfort comfort you got to yes. get out of and that I'm like so afraid go out with somebody new and one of the people that you know I've seen do this it's funny she's a few years younger than us but I told you about my roommate um my roommate Lauren this girl her and Abigail my two great amazing roommates they moved here from North Carolina didn't know anybody and I watched one of them Lauren she went on all of these dates and she would come back and be like dating fucking sucks like this is the worst Mm -hmm. right but then she would keep going and she would keep trying. Mm-hmm. And this girl is in a beautifully healthy relationship with a great guy that I thoroughly enjoy hanging out with because she kept going and she kept getting out of her comfort zone. And it just goes to show like she didn't stop trying just because things didn't work out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is hard. And like you said, stepping out of your comfort zone. Huge. That's so hard. I'm just so afraid because I have, I live, I don't want to say like a weird life, but I, it's definitely abnormal. You're super weird. I mean, I guess what is normal? What is <laughs> super <laughs> I'm weird? A weirdo. Like, I have, I'm so particular about certain things and I am so She's afraid particular of like not everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> I guys, I cannot make Kiara a meal because I'm, I don't even know. I'm scared. I'm scared to cook for her. I know. <laughs> I've gotten this so many times. And like, even when I just went on like dates recently, I'm like, oh my God, like you don't care like that. I have to like ask the waiter for like this, this and that, because yes. I know it sounds so extra care. and it sounds so maintenance, but like, they're like, no, like, I love that. Yes. I love that about you. I love that. You're just like, you, you stand for something and yeah. you're not willing to, to step out of those lines because that a certain food will make you feel like a certain way. That's not being high. Not at all. And I've had to learn that. I've had to learn that like, it's okay. But then I've also like let go of some things and like, okay, where I usually wouldn't eat out like years when years ago, guys, I wouldn't eat out because I was afraid of feeling a certain way afterwards. And I was like, Nope, can't do it. Can't Mm -hmm. do it. And I will just bring my own food or I'll just eat before or after. I just won't go. Yeah. But then you didn't go. I remember that you would, you know, yeah. talk yourself out of so many experiences. I talk exactly. I told you at exactly. one point, I was like, Kiara, you gotta fucking just do some shit. Like, you just gotta go out, make it work, and just gotta do it. I've I noticed know. that, and that's why I'm you so can... grateful for you. You've done that to me. Like, you have like literally challenged me in so many ways, yes. and I actually just got a co-star reminder. It's like, stick with those who challenge you. Those yeah. are like the real ones. Yeah. Like, and. That is what you've done for me. You've brought so many gifts into my life by doing so. So thank you. My we got to challenge each other out here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, call each other yeah. out. On each other's you shit. call me out Absolutely. too. And it's good. It's, you know, sometimes we don't notice what we're doing when we're so in it, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. your loved yeah. ones have got yeah. to give you the tough, hard truth sometimes and be like, listen, bitch, yeah. like, look, look at what you're doing, <laughs> you know, like. You gotta check yourself. Listen, bitch. What are friends for? Exactly. Exactly. And so, talk to me about what a wild love looks like for Sierra. Does Sierra even know what a wild love looks like? What does she think of it right now? And like, what being I when I look at you, Sierra, I feel like 
you're just like this wild woman mm-hmm. in like so many ways and wild doesn't have to mean like oh my god she's crazy, crazy even though we, <laughs> even though we do like we are crazy together mm-hmm. we're not like crazy women god but no. I think what I mean by wild is just like being free being free mm-hmm. to do whatever it is that Sierra wants to do so what does that mean to you yeah I definitely think of wild in the context not of like you know getting crazy at the club like that kind of wild (laughs) like not at all like that but wild wild love man I don't know if I've experienced it I think I've gotten you know maybe right to the brink of it um and I think some of the wild love I've experienced has also been toxic love um mm. you know the I hate you no I love you and then amazing crazy like animalistic sex you know that comes after that but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I would want instead of amazing sex you know after hurt and after heartbreak I'd like amazing wild love you know physical love the sex all of that during regular times during times where I'm not hurting because you did something or, you know, we're not fighting, like just being wild and opening that door, like, you know, to the apartment with your loved one and just, you know, like being animalistic and ravenous and jumping on each other just Mm -hmm. on a Tuesday, like just like on a normal day, not because it doesn't have to be a birthday or a holiday or anything like that. Just like, on a normal day, even like, when talk to I you. look, you know, my hair's thrown up, dirty, got my glasses on, like sweats, like, but somebody still sees me completely dolled up and completely, you know, just the same. I think that is mm-hmm. almost, I know that sounds like more stable than wild, but for me, it feels like, no, I love that you brought that yeah. point up. I think if, we grew up seeing intense mm-hmm. intensity in relationships mm-hmm. that push pull dynamic or like oh, that toxic kind of mm-hmm. love or relationship. Mm-hmm. We unknowingly, subconsciously see that as okay, that's what love yeah. is supposed to be. Oh, like. yeah. And that push pull is the and, wild love yeah. that I have experienced. So, yeah, I yeah. don't think I've been able or just introduced to experience a mm-hmm. wild love in a healthy, yes, in a healthy way, in a healthy way. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same here. I would love so that. Okay. I think, thank you. I you think I'm so like wild and cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to bed at like nine. Wild, wild, beautiful love. I think you have that to give inside of yeah. you and, the right person yeah. will come at the right time. I do love love though. Like as much as I've been so messed mm. up in it yes. and me and my, you know, um, ex-partner, we just, I know like I loved him with, and I still do just like so much of me. And I love like being in love and making like just doing all of that. Like, you know me, like I love everything about it. But I can also shut mm-hmm. off so quickly to it, you know, and mm-hmm. I think I'm going to hopefully yeah. find that balance, um, you know, within the next couple months, just being with myself. 
that's kind of like a good segue into being a Virgo. Oh shit. Oh god. <laughs> so what is being a Virgo like? I mean, we kind of already chatted like, you know, you love being outside, yeah. the sun, yeah. that nature. Um what other qualities have you gotten to know about yourself from just learning more and more about being a Virgo? Being a Virgo. Well, I know there's, you know, a lot of people that believe in this and a lot of people that think it's like woo woo and whatnot. Yeah. Um, So for all of the people, I will say, of course, there's things that I think everybody can relate to with every sign. However, Mm -hmm. I will say, and I wasn't like a huge believer of this probably about a year ago. Um, God damn, if I'm not everything that is a Virgo, I am totally neurotic. Sometimes Virgos overanalyze. I am crazy when it comes to overanalyzing. And I know people say, okay, everybody (laughs) overanalyzes. Not like me. (laughs) Not like me. (laughs) Not the shit that I like. I know. And I feel like I hear it too. Like when you talk to me about whatever situation you may be going through, like See, I literally feel like Sierra is like explaining every bit of her mind that's processing, like every little thing. Like it's, and that's her processing too, like talking to someone. It's terrible. It's like, okay, here's how my my mind is functioning right now. I'm going to lay it out for you. It's so much. And I I don't like it that, you know, I, I have so much to think about and so much to analyze in every little part. So I've, I've definitely been working on that and kind of letting go. Um, Mm -hmm. But Virgo as well, huh. I a lot of the stuff I've read about a Virgo is they're very sexual as well. And I think that mm-hmm. I have based a lot of love and care on, you know, how my physical relationship is and, you know, how somebody loves me based upon how they make me feel sexually. And I think like learning and diving into that has been very, very what's the word awakening I guess because not everybody's mm-hmm. always going to be able to be physical or you know show love in that way of course sometimes sure but I don't think that that hmm, how do I say this I don't think somebody somebody's physical love is all encompassing of you know their love for you in Absolutely. general does that make sense Absolutely. Yeah. It, I think it's a part of the the puzzle. Yeah. I think I put, I think Virgos put a huge, 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 huge toll on that. And they're like, oh, okay. If this isn't satisfactory, then, you know, we're done. Like, or I'm just, I'm unsatisfied and it's your fault. You know, like it's, it's just a terrible (laughs) thing that I notice within myself that also aligns with that sign. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, I have my little Virgo thing on my wall. If you want me to read it. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Read it. Come on y'all. But (laughs) <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so Virgo, your, I guess, plant for Virgo is lavender, which, oh, look at that. I love lavender. <laughs> but I'm sure, other, <laughs> I'm sure other people do. And I will say that rosemary is my favorite. So, hmm. but it does say August 23rd to September 22nd. So my mother is also a Virgo and she shows Ooh. all of the signs. <laughs> but it <laughs> says... Um, So Virgo energy focuses on organization and rules under Mercury, leader of health and wellness, which, what do you know? I'm all about health and wellness. It says she is dedicated, resourceful. She is helpful and hardworking. This woman is in a league of her own. (laughs) Oh, her intelligence and her precision set her apart in a world filled with trivial noise, 
a masterpiece. She is not bored when she is alone. She is creative and thoughtful, motivated with strength of an army. She is powerful and full of magic. This woman is not to be underestimated. A wise woman knows her limits. Mm. But a Virgo knows that she has none. She will live fearlessly and with compassion. Her critical eye is perfect for her ability to multitask and check things off of a list. I don't know how many times I've told you that I love checking things off lists. It says she often needs reminding that she can be hard on loved ones. Yes. And that she can be even harder on herself. She is also the sign of service, a careful listener, and a value support. And her title as the healer means she is intuitive and conscious, quickly drawn to assisting others and their well-being. She lives genuinely and passionately. She is a giver with a heart made from gold. This woman is something else. <laughs> yeah, I love that last line. When was the last time you read that? You know, it's been a while. It felt good to read it. <laughs> I knew it, yeah. It what, really what, what a reminder. Yeah, that's why I bought it. It was like a ridiculous, ooh, here's supporting small business. Um, the Wild Heart. Over by Lamplighter on Addison in Richmond, Virginia. They sell these little things. And I mean, it was a little more expensive than it should have been. But you know what? I love them. And I loved that. And it really resonated with me. And, you know, I do love getting up and reading that. Um, It's just such a good reminder that even with the flaws, like of a Virgo, there's so Mm -hmm. many, like, rewards, you know? Mm -hmm. I think um, when I like remember about Virgos is that and and with you I remember chatting years ago about like just the things that you need to have in a man and I think the list was really really oh my god the list was probably like five pages because I'm psyched it probably was and it's like so what I remember about Virgos is that they're picky picky. picky. but also not to mix that up with like having high standards just like picky because you do want those needs met. You need to have those met. Like you, but then comes that, that conversation I was talking about, like Mark Groves, like, okay, they can't like country music. Okay. They That's can't, so you know stupid. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. That is stupid. Yeah. Like you. Um, but yeah, that's what I remember about Virgos. But that was beautiful. Yeah. I do really like that because it definitely even said, like, I think it tried to say some of the the not so great qualities in a nice way like you know detail oriented but picky <laughs> you know or yeah passionate yeah all the things but I think everybody can be picky and I try to I try to ask myself why like what am I what am I shutting out just you know and using picky as like a as a cover-up like oh I don't like the mm-hmm. way his flannel falls therefore I will not go out with him like okay obviously you just don't want to go on a date you know yeah like it's those things yeah. that I try to yeah. I try to check myself the on. hidden message yeah. the hidden message behind it all absolutely okie doke so <laughs> <Okey-doke>. <laughs> moving right along who who does Sierra currently admire oh my god I thought about this one for a long time and mind you so everybody knows I've not taken any notes for this this has been so organic because I wanted to hear I guess just how I talk in an organic manner but Mm -hmm. I didn't do this to butter your ass up I will say (laughs) I promise when I thought of who I admire right right now in my life um I really did think of you just because of what I've seen in the past 
what I've known you for five years now five since I don't know I've known you for some years six six years what I've seen in the past and what I'm seeing now is honestly astounding like even to know that um you know you and Fadi are gonna do a podcast together and that you guys are friends and you can see each other and I just I'm so proud of the both of you because I know how hard and how deep you guys were in it in the push and pull. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's almost like I'm looking up to you and getting out of my push and pull relationship as well. And like, holy shit, like, look at Kiara. She, you moved out of a house you were with, with this man for so many years, moved back in with your family, like, and you're Mm -hmm. still being nice and you're still talking and you're still, having love for a person but not not the same way and I don't I just I really look up to that and I hope that I hope I can do that like I really really hope with you know my person with I'll just say it was Zach I I hope that I can have love for him in a different way and I hope that we can I hope we can still care about each other and in the way that you and Fadi are you know it is very very inspiring um, and it gives me something to look forward to. It really does. Thank you so much. And you tell me this all the time. You're like, wow, mm. wow, wow. <laughs> and I can just hear it in your in your voice yeah. or text. Like, wow, like this is, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I, I never expected it to be this way, guys. Like it was, yeah. it was very different. I mean, I can't wait to get into that episode because I'm <laughs> it's so very interesting. Excited. I'm so it's very interesting like I'm surprised Fadi yeah. was like yeah I'll do it like I'm I'm just I'm literally depressed. I'm so, I'm shocked too I was like what? I'm shocked I, I was like I like buttered him up a little bit and I was like so what do you think of yeah it's fine I'll do it that's insane I, was like, what? That's I literally thought he'd be like nah Kira, no way <laughs> like, sorry Fadi but <laughs> What? 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 Yeah. And I feel like he oh, he tells me all the time. He's like, I never used to be this way. And I feel like I have you to thank for that. And like, yeah, it's yeah. just warmth. I think heart. he'll continue really to thank you, too. Like throughout life, I think I think even like me and Zach and maybe I think you said something about it, like maybe two years down the road. I know we're back yeah. and be like, you know, thank you. Like, and it's so funny. I've thank been telling, yeah. I've been telling Kiara this all week. So we went through this breakup and I've been finding little pieces of, mm. you know, just reminders from years past of like me going through the same situation, journaling about it or making pros and cons list or whatever. And I pulled out my old laptop and I was looking at pictures and I found a screenshot. It was the message from him last two years ago Christmas and it was like you know all of your positive impacts will never like leave me like you have no idea how much you've positively affected me and this was two years ago he was like I that's going to carry like with me throughout life and you know it's still going to even if we're not together and I thought about that I was like holy shit like two years ago you know we were going through another silly breakup and look at that though like I've positive, I love that. Know, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. I one. didn't. I'll have to send it to you. I just found it on my laptop and it really sat with me. It was just great. It's crazy to see how when you go through these push and pull relationships with people. I don't know if a lot mm-hmm. of people have, you know, broken yeah. up and gotten back together a million times. I don't know if people actually deal with the bullshit that you and I have. But it's funny yeah. how those text messages, I guess you could just call them breakup texts or whatever 
how they change how they change yeah. over time because two years ago mm-hmm. it was a lot a lot more uh, heartfelt and passionate than mm-hmm. it is now and mm-hmm. it's just we're so tired we're mm-hmm. so tired we're so tired of we're it. just that's exactly what we're it so was. tired we're just tired and exhausted yeah. and we just needed to put ourselves first yeah. and maybe that's just what needs to happen now with you yeah. like and that's okay it's okay to be a part yeah. and, and still love like you know yeah, yeah. just like no uh, like no ill will like nothing like you spent so much time with the person like how how could you I mean mm-hmm. it's not like I mean anything happened mm-hmm. particularly like it's just it just wasn't working and no matter how much like Sierra and I were doing the work like on our mm-hmm. end it's it's still really hard um getting that to work and that's exactly what we're doing is just getting it to work it wasn't just working if that makes sense it makes sense I mean it's me okay you're here I'm here. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Like, did I lose you? Yeah. Um, There's... Okay, let's jump. Go ahead. I was just going to say, oh, I don't know if anyone else is going to listen to this. I know some of my friends are interested, but I do want to say, let it be heard on the record. I oh, think dear. all of my friends, I admire them and they inspire me in different ways with family as well. Each and every person in my life. Mm. introduces me to something or teaches me something and I it would take another hour for me to go through all of the people that touch me and that leaves mm. me with something that I think about so I couldn't even say there's just one person that I admire there's mm-hmm. so many people and there's so many things that I think I just feel really deeply and I, t- I try to take to heart and try to remember so everybody out there <laughs> absolutely Everyone, I, love that. Yeah. I love that answer and what's one thing that you are currently living by? One mantra. Holy, well, you know I have about 50 on my wall. I know. <laughs> right now. Um, but I think probably my favorite one, if I had to pick, would be finding, and it's cliche as shit, but it's really good for my current state just finding good and your goodbyes oh yeah because i've never i've always looked at goodbye as a negative whether it's leaving a job or leaving a relationship or whatever but i think that that could be one of the most positive things if you just allow it to be that's good that's really good Thank you. And <laughs> lastly, most yeah. importantly, what keeps you fun and alive in the vibrant Sierra you are, even when you're going through the shit? Mm, well, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love, and I haven't even had a freaking cup of coffee today. I had tea. So what? I thought you were making one. I know. I know. I ate an orange instead because I'm trying oh to be my healthy. God, that Gosh. vitamin C, though. I know. Um, <laughs> what? Wait. Repeat the question. So what keeps you fun and alive? Fun and alive. Well, I mean, definitely 100%, like, just going off of coffee. The food. Like, I think mm. what I put into my body, like, my food, like, keeps me just so happy, energetic, of course, nutrients, all of that. But 
I like find so much comfort and happiness in eating. And then I think it just like sets the tone like a breakfast for me. Like if I have a shit breakfast, I might have a shit day. But Mm. food is huge, huge (laughs) for me. Being active, moving around and not out. And then I was getting into um, activity, like being active. And again, not just like working out, but and we'll get real saucy into this, <laughs> but, um, you know, dancing, playing, uh, walking, and then also just like, you know, have some time with yourself. I know I talk to you about that a lot. I don't know if everybody does that, but I think having special time with yourself <laughs> is, yes. and I, I, that's not something that I have always done ever and sometimes like sometimes it's something that I have to like push myself to do you know but the more I do it the more like fun and just lively I feel like even throughout the week having done it like you know even just once I think it I think it's like hugely impactful on your health Um, and then fun and alive hmm I know. Hold for dramatic, dramatic pause. pause. Hold pause. Well, when we're out of the quarantine, personally, I think like the way that I can personify myself with different like outfits and jewelry and all that like makes me feel so. Oh fun. my like, gosh! And Sierra has the best. Like <laughs> she just knows how to put outfits together. Like it just comes natural to her, and I'm I'm envious for sure. Oh, stop it! You were like, oh my god! No, okay. no. Sierra like... says that, but this bitch will be looking fucking ten out of ten. But you just like <laughs> have this like this this creative spunk about you. You've all oh, you're you have such a creative side. Oh, or like you're a hundred percent creative. It's not a side. It's like yeah. it's just you embody oh, it. Yeah. You embody it day-to-day yeah I went to school for that and then it's so funny I like never did that so (laughs) this is I think you know a nice pause too. being laid off yeah with the coronavirus and everything maybe it's you've wanted to for like all the time years I've known you like Kiara like what do you think about this like what do you think about that and like look at my website and like you have so many opportunities see you just need to I just need to pick one yeah. and then because that's another Virgo thing. It's like, <laughs> I can do this. I can do that. Yeah. I can do this. And then I have so many different options that I almost like just – I have so much going on. I like de- dehabilitate. I'm like, okay, I can't do anything because I just – there's too many things to do, you know? Yeah. No, I got you. Um, okay, cool. Well, is there anything left that you want to leave the people with? Ooh, 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 what do I want to leave? Let's <laughs> see what I've journaled in the last. Oh, you're gonna f. Oh, give it to me. It's so simple, <laughs> but I have it written down and circled in my journal. Heal yourself, heal the world. Mm. Seriously, though, mm-hmm. if you heal yourself, you'll be a better friend. You'll be a better partner better son better daughter mm. you'll be better for everyone and it's if you're better with yourself it spreads it spreads like wildfire guys and I think we underestimate the power that we have and um I think 
I heard something today. It was like, fate only works if you work for yourself. Yep. So true. Yep. So heal the world. Or no, what is it? Heal yourself, heal the world. I totally heal yourself, <laughs> heal the motherfucking world. Yes. <laughs> we love it. Okay, guys. Well, see, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate yeah. you and your time and being so patient. This is like the very first time I'm recording with someone yeah. at a distance. And technical yeah. difficulties, <laughs> but nonetheless, we made it happen. Um, so yeah. thank you. I love you so much, mm-hmm. my dear friends. You are beautiful, and I hope the people got to experience your beauty from afar. And just continue being you. Continue on this path, and I'm here to support you and love you along the way. Wow, I love you. I thank love you. you. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Thanks for listening, guys, to another episode of the Human Experience Podcast. I do always appreciate your love via Instagram DMs and now any ratings or reviews that you have to give my podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, And of course, feel free to share with friends and family so that others can hear my voice too. Until next time.